Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. Have we done the sequel? No, no, we haven't done Pajami Jammy Jam. That's that's what I want to do. You know how Issa Rae has the Issa yacht and Diddy has the You just want to have a an ongoing. I that's what I want to be my like Diddy got the white party. I want the Jamie Jammy Jam. That's what I, I want. It's surprising that no one has like co-opted that yet. Like nobody has. I'm shocked too. You know what I mean? You would think there would be a famous one by now. <laughs> right, Listen, I, I am ready for the jammy jammy jam. Okay, ready for the jammy jammy jam. That's what I'm gonna say. Jam. <laughs> By the way, I realize we haven't talked about the Oscars yet. I don't know if we for what? need to. Yeah. For what? I didn't. I didn't watch them, so I actually I still don't really have an idea except for that everything everywhere all at once swept. That's all I know, but I don't really know anything else. And I'm cool not to know. I'm cool not to know. I didn't watch either because I didn't. This was the, this is the first year I never wanted to watch, and I was like, oh, have I got to a point where I don't give a shit? And then once I saw was it Jamie Lee Curtis one over Stephanie, I was like, this makes no goddamn sense. That woman had 15 minutes of screen time, and Stephanie literally played a hundred characters and was the heart of the whole movie. So, draw. They're saying. They're, they're, they liked Jamie Lee Curtis's performance better. How? Okay, listen. How? I don't. I. No, I no, won't. I refuse how? to have this conversation because that's not what they said. They, that's not what they're saying. That is simply not what they're saying. They're not saying that they like a certain performance better, and they never have been. They never have. It's never been that. Okay. <laughs> it's not, and I don't know why we have this idea that that is what it's saying. Why are we acting like well, <laughs> that's what the Oscars the, is about? It says best supporting. No, but what it means is you by... get the award because we like the best person we like. Like we like this person the best. That's what it means. That's what it has always meant. It has never meant anything else. <laughs> I am happy everything everywhere all at once swept though. Swept all most of its big awards. Yeah. Best writing, directing picture i couldn't believe daniel kwan was like he was up there being like my imposter syndrome it's like man you got several oscars <laughs> it was like his third or fourth his specific third or fourth win <laughs> when he said that and it's like what do you mean what do you mean well that's what imposter syndrome is yeah i know yeah exactly. we go through these phases when it was like the black awards in 2020 was it 2002 and a couple of years ago, when it was like the Korean Award show, and now this year, it's like, yo, yeah, I just feel it doesn't feel genuine to me. 
and I'm having a hard time reconciling because like I am very happy for them, but then also seeing that Jamie Lee Curtis won over Stephanie, like it all like it all like as happy as I am, something about it still feels icky because I feel like y'all just put people of color in seasons, and then next year we'd be back to white people. So yeah, I don't like I don't we I don't like when it's like it seems like they're just giving it to one because you know I mean everything everywhere all at once was like a sleeper hit. It got, you know, it got bigger and bigger each time. And it was a and it was a question as to whether or not it was going to be recognized by the Academy. So I like that this, you know, that it's that it got the attention that it did. But it sucks when that when it's like when it does seem like the the focus is on one on perp like for the again, that's what all of this is. It's all this yeah, is all it is. It is like that usually. Yeah. That is all it ever is. And it's like, look at it. Hey, we we like people of color. See what we see all of the Asian people we gave awards to. It's like, ah, what are you doing? You know. Halle Berry and Denzel Washington will win the Oscar the same night as as Sidney Poitier getting his lifetime achievement. It's just like, like it's, what? nobody nobody Stop. else won when Will when Will Smith won it. You, know? you mean when he smacked right. somebody? Well, <laughs> well, you can't put it back on him for smack, but he did smack. He did smack. They should have took him away. The nigga shouldn't have had a fifteen minute speech. No, they shouldn't have forfeited the right. They shouldn't have let him speak. He should have still won, but they should have just been like, and he can't give a speech now because he's not allowed Or to my be thing here. is, he could have won, but at that point, he, look, I'm a Will Smith fan, and I feel like every time I think about that shit, it makes me not a Will Smith fan because I'm like, how they played that shit was so trash. The nigga had a 15 minute award plus a standing ovation. What in the fuck? Yeah, and it's because it's like the standing ovation was like, you know, it's like he's. <sighs> You know, he didn't get it when he was first nominated and all this stuff, you know, but then it's yeah, like it was for oh. Will Smith. It was for it was for <laughs> the Will Smith that everyone had known up until 40 minutes ago. <laughs> 40 minutes happened. 40 minutes ago happened. I That's know, but thing. they were like, they're like, oh, do we let the do we let just what just happened ruin what we all were waiting for? For for decades, <laughs> we did all just nominate him. You know, we did all. Yeah, we did just give all, him this we, award. <laughs> Listen, man, I hear you, but mm, mm. <laughs> that thing was so messy, dude. I know. Could you imagine after when he went to a house party? <laughs> like that must have been really awkward. I mean, honestly, Bray, that was. Bray was fully committing to it. That was pretty good. No, no, you, you know James, what I mean? James, that was, yeah, that was good. They, you know, they, it's like the, it, they're pretty infamous, the Oscar, you know, the after parties that happen. And I'm sure he couldn't go to one of the official ones, so he probably went to his own house party. You still going, you don't have to keep saying it. I'm on your side. Like it, was, <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. All right. Well, okay. That well. happened. All right. I wonder what did happen when he went to a house party. Like, what Wait, was what? the conversation? And whose like, uh, who's house? And whose house did he go to? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah. Just no. come over here. No. I'll throw you a house party. And maybe somebody was like, "All right, you can't come, but next year will house party 2023." <laughs> <laughs> Why did he shoot for yeah. the <laughs> uh, Honestly, yeah. Melissa popped on camera and gave and gave Bray a, a thumbs, thumbs up. up. <laughs> 
Honestly, that was good. Honestly, that was good. Wow. This year, but maybe we'll start in 2023. Well, all right. Well, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James III, Drum Milligan. Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. It's okay. They're going to bring me back. I'm actually the fourth Cuddy. It's <laughs> 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 really good. Oh, man. There was, there was a few lines in this one, but that was the one that I was like, I'm going to do that one. But the whole Cuddy thing was great to me. The whole Cuddy thing was. He really, I mean, man, what, he really nailed that. He nailed that bit. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Like in Harold and Kumar when they had Neil Patrick Harris? Ah, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. But Neil Patrick Harris is an actor, you know. C- Cuddy's not an actor necessarily. Oh, Cuddy, so no, Cuddy been in some movies, Bray. Cuddy got like eight movies. Yeah, yeah he was man. also on he was also on a series. He was on How to Make It in America. He had two shows. How to Make an America and another one. I, I didn't know the, any of this. Yeah, man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I consider him a, an actor now at this point. Yeah, I guess he is an actor now. Like him and Janelle Monet both started like making those moves around the same time, I think. Let's see. Oh my God. Yeah. He has so many actor. Well, intergal- intergalactic, we know because we, we reviewed that. But okay. Some of these are. I hate when IMTV does this. They have him as an actor in like, yeah, music videos. A lot of music videos. Well, he is playing Kid Cudi in that. Oh, true. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, for those of you listening for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. There are three of us. We have three distinct voices. The voice you're listening to right now, that sounds like a dude who would throw a really great house party but maybe he won't let you in you don't sound confident you don't sound confident would you throw that house party <laughs> i actually have thrown a lot of i actually ha- i actually have thrown a lot of good house parties i had w- with my roommates i had help but we had we had some there we used to have like i i remember i was like at every house party we had somebody was coming out of there not just a hookup as a couple we had a few couples come out of our House parties. Okay, you was throwing. Yep, these were you was throwing them. Couples. We were throwing them. Wow. Okay. Okay. Couples. Had, I mean, we had some hookups and we had some couples. You know what I mean? It was it was cool. Y'all did the damn thing. We called it. We called our apartment Man Manor. Wait, what? Can you Actually, we called it Man Mansion. <laughs> can, you, can you go into further detail, please? Just because there's three. There's just three. There's three of us. It didn't make any sense. It is actually my friends Phil and Doug. They lived together. They called their apartment Man Manor. I don't know why, but then, but then all three of us moved into a different apartment together, and it was pretty, pretty big, especially for a New York apartment. And so we called that Man Mansion. Oh, man, as in like, as in the male figure. Yeah, man, man. Okay, M A N. What did you think I was saying? I was just putting together M A N N and or like oh. I was just thinking it was I thought it like meant something other than I guess the obvious which is men live here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I figured it was that I was just confused even by that you know what I mean yeah <laughs> uh, even by that you know and that's fair yeah anyway so that voice is Jonathan Braylock 
<laughs> this was all your intro. <laughs> oh my goodness. This voice is that of Gerard Milligan. And this voice is James the Third. You will not be speaking like this. You I never will. speak like that. You never <laughs> speak like that. I might. There might be throughout the duration of the podcast. Right. I might. You don't know. Today we are reviewing House Party, the remake. House Party came out in 2023. It is directed by Cal Matic. Mm-mm-mm. It is starring Tosin Cole and Jacob Lattimore. There's also many, many a cameo. <laughs> Mad cameos. A lot of friends are on, on the in the movie. Wait, but nobody who's been on our podcast, though, which is messed up. No, Shakira's been on the podcast. Shakira's done it. Wait, has oh, Okay, good, good, good. Shakira's done it. Chin was going... I was going to ask Chin to do it, but I was trying to find a good film for Chin. I would be interested in whatever Chin wants to do. Nah, fuck that. I'm telling Chin what he about. <laughs> I would be in. I okay. Well, I'm sure we'll probably find something fun to do. Actually, you know what? I should just ask him. I should just ask him, and then yeah, just ask him what do you want to do. Yeah, and Tanache, all of our all of our friends, Tanache. You know, we'll ask her what she wants to do, and our friend Maya figure out how to oh yeah and Maya as well our good friends and we'll just sort of make sure we get them on the show as well we can ask Karen and DC as well listen and we get oh, Maya, yeah, we first could off, get... Maya yeah we could get yeah. we could get Karen and DC yeah absolutely it's so funny because I Maya was definitely my crush and I bring her up still and so I was like how old are they supposed to be because I'm like Maya's definitely an older Millennial thing? I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't understand why Maya's first album <laughs> cover was on I was the like, guy. wait, how old are these Why niggas? is that who was on his roof? It didn't make sense. Like, it could have been a current. Aren't they supposed to be, are they not supposed to be early 30s? Oh, oh, oh maybe. I, 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 I genuinely did not know. Maybe not. I didn't, no, maybe. I thought he would, I thought they were a little bit younger. They're supposed to be in 20s. I mean, or not, because they were definitely referencing things that like, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. That's true. Who knows? Well, how old is Jacob Lattimore? And I mean, and they Tosa? are early. I think he's late twenty. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was super young. Not super young. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know what you. I get what you mean. He is. Yeah, he is. He is younger for sure. He was born in. Yeah, he's twenty. Yeah, that's. I thought how old they were. I thought they were twenties. Yeah, I thought they were in their twenties. And then Tosin okay. is. But Tosin is older. Tosin's thirty. They, they don't know about Maya. Then. That's impossible. Yeah, not really. Not also, like that. Snakes on a plane was on my guy's door. <laughs> yeah. What? There, it was. It, it was. Anyway, whatever. I don't. I didn't care because I was like, I mean, this is us. I. It's. It was. It was like made for millennials, you know. So. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and I love Maya. So. And here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Music transcends. You know, generations. So. Every time people are like, oh, how do you know about this? I'm like, what are you talking about? They still play my on the radio, right? Come on. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And like, this is how we do it was on the, th- was playing on the. Th- and Maya was in Lady Marmalade, uh, uh, you know, and I feel like everyone saw everyone, even. I, f- I feel like that, that music video had to transcend a couple of years. Didn't it? Who doesn't love Maya? Listen, now, we you know all saying? love Maya now. We, listen. Who doesn't love Maya? I and also I'll also say just in the rendering of the movie and if because we're talking about this specific thing, they did a great job of bridging the gap 
reference-wise and cameo-wise. Like, it felt like, it felt like some of these cameos are for the people who grew up watching House Party, but, th- but who their idols are. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was like, okay, let's, let's, who was popping in the 90s, you know, for everyone that was watching, who, who's watching House Party growing up, but, like, they weren't old enough for the people that are in House Party to be who they're, <laughs> you know, who their idols are. You know what I mean? I thought that was cool. Yeah. And Maya's well, there were there were a lot of, like, early 2000 references. <laughs> Snakes on a Plane obviously being one of them, you know. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd only on Max. Subscription required. So this film came out in, this year. It didn't. It didn't do so well at the box office. It, it made not. It made nine million dollars. Nine. Wait. Million? No. Wait. How but much? it was released on. It was released on uh, HBO uh, Max, right? First. Not, same not time? at the same time. No, it was released in theaters first. Oh damn! Nine million. Yeah. It. It was theatrically released in January, and then it didn't come out until. Oh, February. Okay, I mean, it, was, it wasn't a long... I guess that's not fair. It was only like a month before they released it on VOD. And I'm not sure... I, they, I feel like they just put it on HBO Max not too long ago. Yeah, it's, it's still under their like new releases. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, I didn't watch any of the credits stuff. Looks like it's fun. The credits? Oh, I don't think I watched the credits. Either. Was it fun stuff in the credits? Oh, yeah, there's some, some fun like little bloopers. Yeah, there's some fun bloopers. But yeah, you know, it's a... It, I don't know how much it costs to make. There's not any information on that. But it feels like it costs maybe a little more than $9 million. It certainly costs more than $9 million. Right? Yeah, it did, right? Like, I guess the cameos would have all been just SAG, SAG scale, like, favors being pulled. But, like, this is the second movie within, like, a year span that's, like, takes place, like, at LeBron's house. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, wait, did, did, yeah, did Space, Space Jam. Jam? Got it. This movie also didn't uh, fare so well with the critics. It's got 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn, 28? Whoo! Audience score is 60%. Okay, that's better. Okay, damn, that's better. The critics was coming for this. I mean, 60 is good. 60 is not rotten, right? 60 is good. 60 is the lowest fresh you can get. Yeah. House part. I'm going to see what I got to see what they said. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I mean the 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 you know like the little blurb that they have of the critics consensus. It says keeping the same basic outline but almost entirely forgetting the original sense of fun. 
this unnecessary remake proves the house party divided against itself cannot stand. And look here, I, we got to say this. I mean, I let me say, let me just say this because it says unnecessary remake. The reality is pretty much every remake is unnecessary, right? Most remakes are, we used to remake movies that were made, you know, 60 years ago and they didn't even come close to having the technology to be able to, it's like when, when Peter Jackson remade King Kong, it was like, yeah, duh. That movie came out in the 30s, you know, and now we have CGI. That makes sense. Right. I mean, and also similarly, the other King Kong, you know, is was is made like they, they've been every time they every time they remake a King Kong, it is there is like something new about technology that makes it, you know. Yeah, that's that's true. But like now it's like you re, you're we're remaking movies just because Hollywood's in love with IP. And they're remaking things that don't need to be remade, that like it doesn't, preach. you know, preach. It, <laughs> there's nothing opening a letter, preach. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So it's like, yeah. And re- also remaking comedies is feels like a fool's errand for the most part, especially when it's it doesn't have like some sort of action thing. Like, again, like they remade Jumanji. They kind of did it differently. You know, and it's also in the time. It's a requel in a way. It's in the timeline. And it is a requel. You're right. It's a requel. No, see, I don't see. I don't think it's a requel because a requel heavily includes <laughs> a requel. <laughs> actually, what are you going to say that Jumanji doesn't do? <laughs> no, no. But, but, but like, see, see, for me, see, for me, I don't even consider Jumanji a true requel. I consider that a reimagining, so almost a, like this is a remake. Yeah, okay. like that's a straight up remake. Whereas, like, The Force Awakens, Creed. Scream is a requel because it gotcha. it not only builds off what became before, but some of the original cast from that are prominent enough in the equal to set it off straight. This one is just... I think that's a fair distinction. But I understand what you're saying, but then, like, is this Jumanji a reimagining if... Like, don't they don't they fully call out Alan and talk about <laughs> they like talk about a Robin Williams' character because it, it's a video game and not the yeah, not a board yeah. game. <laughs> I don't understand how that works. Yeah, they not just reference him. They like talk about him a few times. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Sorry, but I get what you're saying. There's nobody from the movie. Nobody's in it. No, oh, zero. BB Newworth at the end. Oh yeah, because like this movie could exist without ever being called House Party. I mean, you could have called this shit Block Party. And like it wouldn't have made it wouldn't have affected the movie in any way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? They weren't like rehashing a story. Like this story is nothing like the old one. You know what I mean? It's like it truly didn't need to be called this, which might have to me, which might have helped in the long run. But that's just my my guess. Yeah. All right. Anyway, shall should we do initial thoughts? Yeah. Let me go first. I think this movie was was well acted by by a good portion of the cast. You know, I think a good portion of the <laughs> yeah. cast. You heard about, you heard him, James. Yeah, I think a good portion of the cast <laughs> acted their ass off. You know, I, I think the, 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 that portion of the cast, especially the friends of the podcast, did a great job. They they actually did they actually did do a great job. I think they did. I think everybody, friends of the podcast, did a great job. I, I agree. I agree. I think they've I think they nailed it. Like you look if you look at Karen, Shakira. DC, Chin, I like, I think they did great. And and that's what I would like to say. I would like to say that they did fucking fantastic. And I want to see them in more movies going forward. 
You put Karen, Shakira, Chenadu, DC, and whatever movie, they're going to make it great. And I truly mean that. And, and that's what I would like to say about my initial thoughts about the movie. Oh, those are great. <laughs> those are, that's, I like that start. To me, this I, I feel like, the, you know, this movie had some fun. There were some, I had some genuine laugh out loud moments. How I felt was a lot of the supporting roles were really funny. And maybe almost too funny because it made me kind of wish that those people were on screen a lot more because I had a lot of fun. And that's not to say that the, the leads were bad. It's just that. There was a lot of fun to be had when the when supporting cast was there, and I feel like the fun was not there as much when it was just Jacob and Tosin. And I think you know part of that may stem from the fact that those are both actors; they're actor actors, not comedians. And I understand. I guess Kid and Play aren't weren't comedians either, but there was a levity to them that. I feel like this movie, while I also enjoy, well, I also actually thought that the story that they were like, the, the, like, you know, plot devices, I guess, as if you were like the story was like, not, not bad. Like I was like, I was into it. I, I thought, you know, it was like pretty sensible and incredible for what it is. You know, there was a little bit like maybe, maybe a little too much emphasis on it. Cause at, at, there, there was a point where I was like, Okay, but like the thing that we really care about is the house party. And I feel like it took a minute to get to it. Like it took a while to get to the actual house party and the fun and the antics. Because of that, like it kind of dragged in the middle, like significantly dragged. But that's being said, there were a lot of fun cameos. There were there were some laugh out loud moments. Like I said, all the supporting cast I really loved. I thought the, I thought there were some good jokes in here, like some really solid written jokes at times. Yeah, so you know it was cool. I'm like it's like a it feels like a a, a great movie to watch on like HBO Max. If you don't have anything to watch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, what, what you got, James? Okay, so I really did not want to see House Party. I really didn't want to see it. I was not looking forward to it. I didn't think I would enjoy any second of it. <laughs> I truly, I truly, I, I, as a, as a Doctor Who fan, I was confused by Tosin's casting. I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. So to be fair, but just thinking of his character in that, I didn't even understand how, like, what type of role he could play in this, you know, and like, and why he was the pick for a movie that I consider an American classic. And that's no diss to him. I just, if anyone has seen Doctor Who, he is so different than how he is in this. And it's, it's like, it's a surprising choice if you, if you think about him in that. And just House Party meant a lot to me growing up. So I like really wasn't looking forward to seeing it. I will say I had a great time. I had an absolutely fantastic time watching this movie. I had two problems. One was like, I don't think we needed to go to the Illuminati and I don't think we needed a, a showdown with LeBron at all. Like it felt like it felt like we needed the trio to be a bigger kind of antagonistic force. Those two moments like really just they were they didn't it wasn't like I was watching them going like I hate this, <laughs> you know, but it was just like it starts to take the movie in a different direction 
that and it felt like they were on a specific train before we go there. It didn't feel like they actually showed all eleven points in a way that was like, "What? Why are we watching? Yeah, why are we seeing? Why are we actually watching points? the whole game? Like, we yeah. don't want to watch that. <laughs> like, please um, do a quick montage of him getting beat. Like, we don't, we don't need yeah, to see the I, actual." It yeah, just seemed like point. there were different stakes at play. Cause like once we get to those two, those two moments in particular, it's like, then I guess the trio was just there to steal the, they were just there to steal the, the championship ring. And like, <laughs> that's it. Like, instead of being like this kind of antagonistic force that they play in the original s- series. But those are my biggest issues. Like I, I actually lie. So I, I know that, that he gets some flack, but I actually liked Tosin in this comparing him to Doctor Who like the thing that sucks I think is like it does kind of feel like he's playing a caricature sometimes and I think that that comes out of like I mean he's he is doing an imitation of of American culture like he's it's not him you know and so it it is an act and sometimes it does feel that way but I but again just comparing the two I was I was surprised I, I was not expecting that. And I thought that he was able to navigate some of the scenes better than I thought he was going to, knowing his knowing his acting in another way. I really liked his and Jacob's relationship. I thought that could have been explored more, though, you know, and like and yeah, like to, to Bray's point, like it did kind of just feel like I was watching actors instead of watching comedians. And I wanted to have a little bit more fun with them than than we were having. So. That's it. I mean, I'm I'm I I am I'm fully shocked that I had a good time because I thought I was going to have a terrible time. I truly did. And like I was laughing out loud pretty much throughout. And those th- everything that I just said were my biggest issues and probably some other stuff, too, as we talk about it specifically. But like, yeah, this movie like I think it's I think it's better than the critics gave it credit for. That's all I'll say. I, I agree. I think it's better than 28 percent. I wouldn't give it twenty eight percent. That's not. Yeah, that feels I wouldn't give twenty twenty eight is low. Is 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 low? Is is you know? And I and I'll and I'll talk about the stuff that that made me, the stuff that made me laugh because some of it is like so stupid. <laughs> you know, it's like we're really doing this, and that's part of where the laughter came from. And oh, and I'll just say in general, the things that about it that are very spir- spiritually similar, I really enjoyed. So like when DC shows up and he's essentially Martin, I love I loved that. And when the trio first shows up and they're just and and specifically Melvin is like saying all these all the dumb shit that he's going to do to them that just felt like the the old movie and they were such cartoon characters and that's i wanted more of of them because they were such an integral part i thought to the original anyway and and, anyway and like i said it feels tacked on when you when the when the later half is like actually we're going to the illuminati and and we're going to play a one-on-one game with LeBron. It's like, no, they should be. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. Yeah. No, I would have done something yeah. different with them. <laughs> it's just also like at that point, you could have, like how long is the movie? Because I feel like once you get to the Illuminati, oh damn, it's not even that long. Never mind. It's not that long, yeah. But it feels there, it's certainly like to Bray's point also. Well, it like does I said, feel it drags long. in the middle. It feels long, and, and yeah. It, it feels long because the, it takes them a minute to get to the house party and there's like a lot of, like it's just it like, takes it takes a, a minute to, to, to the ha- but it takes them a while to get to the house party in the original, but the but the we're on the journey in the original. In the original, it's like, how are they gonna get to the party? And like who are the people they're gonna pick up? And like we're so we're all, you know, the house, the party itself is, I think, still the centerpiece of the original movie. But I I wonder if we lined them up if the like moment we get to the party actually lines up or not. It may not, it may not, but I 
I do remember that the other one takes a time to get to it. I guess it's more just the fact that it was they were by themselves, you know. Like it was like the two of them in the house. Go ahead. Yeah, because the because the original is like it's about the French. Basically, the friendship is the key, and like they're not supposed. Like it, it's just so different because I think they just they weigh the stakes more. And also I think it's a little different because kid and play were a group and they already, I was confused whether they had this or class act first. So you wanted to see them. Also, like I think about the Martin character who DC played, he's in it earlier in the old movie. Like he's they like the friendship between all of them are established so early on and we see it for so long. That is almost like to me, the original house party it's almost like a sports movie where you're gearing up for the big fight or the big game. And the party just happens to be the big game because the movie pretty much ends after the party in the original. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's so much build up to that party, whether or not kid can get there, whether his dad's going to find out, then his dad is trying to get him. But then like kid is trying to get to the party, but the dudes are chasing him and then the cops are there. You know what I mean? So like it's so much build up where this movie you have these two friends. Also, Tolson was a recast because they cast another gentleman who, who you know, some situations happened, and so they had to replace him, I think, after they had shot a good amount of the film. Yeah, so he was a replace. They, they cast a guy from Bumblebee, like the Dominican dude, the little fro. Yeah, so he was cast in it, but then some things happened, and he got recast. Oh, no, I now I have to look up what the things wait, are. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm reading, Wikipedia is actually saying that Jacob Lattimore oh, was sorry, the recast. Oh, sorry, yes, sorry. Jacob was the recast, my fault. Jacob was the recast. Jorge, David. Right, because they essentially, they wanted to match, they wanted to have light, light skin and dark skin lead. They wanted to, to, to I, I must, you just describing who the cast, who the guy was, and then who they were, yeah, they were just trying to do that again. That's interesting, because I remember when they first came out, it was like a Dominican and a British dude. People were like, wait, what's happening right now? <laughs> oh, wait, what's what's going on? Because you know the whole oh, joke. Oh, you're right. That's exactly what it was. It was a British dude and a Dominican and I was like, And then, you know, it's that whole joke in New York. like, uh, I'm Dominican. I'm not black, poppy. So I was like, I was like, wait, a, wait a second. What, what are we doing? Life doesn't happen bi-weekly. So why should payday, the money you earn, can be in your hands today with earning? Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we, I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. 
Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Yeah, man, I think you're right. I think it drags in the middle only because the party didn't feel free. Oh, this is the biggest thing. In the original house party, Play was throwing the party and Kid really wanted to go to the party. In this movie, Tolson's character wants to throw this party and it never feels like Jacob Lattimore ever really wants to do it. You know, I won't because it never feels like it's a real like we can try to throw this party. He needs money. money. Yeah, he needs money. And he's like. I, I didn't mind the stakes of it, like him be- needing the money, Tosin's character being a club promoter, uh, but he's not really a club promoter, but like he's trying to get money as well. But like he's the one who's like gotten them fired from this cleaning job that they have, which is how they f- get to LeBron's house. And he also got them screwed out of this other party that they were supposed to be hosting for the trio of, you know, the bad dudes. But like, I think for me, in terms of the friendship aspect of it, it's tough sometimes when you have these things and and the recasting makes sense a little bit. Like, again, I don't think these actors did a bad job, but it's really, really difficult to act, to have chemistry, like to manufacture chemistry. And the reality is like the chemistry between them just wasn't really there. Not in the fun way. Like they were acting, and bouncing off each other in the acting way but like i don't even know how to explain it like i didn't under i didn't actually understand why they were friends you know what i mean and it because it felt like it's like almost immediately just in terms of plot almost immediately jacob's character is like god damn it this freaking dude it screwed us screwed me you know my friends screwed me and the it's like we don't see them interact in a fun way I don't know. Like, I feel like we don't, it's not like we get to see them have fun before or even after he's like, all right, we're going to do this house party. It's like he's still kind of annoyed with him almost the entire movie. You know what I mean? So it's hard to, it's hard to see. It's like the friendship stuff. It's like you want to see why they're friends before they're like 
just like I hate you, I hate you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's even in thinking about like Craig and Smokey and Friday. Like Smokey is the reason that Craig <laughs> has any problems that whole <laughs> movie. But it's like we, they are. We like see them kick it for a little bit, and then the problem kind of happens. But like the the way the way we're introduced to to Demon. I can't remember if that's the French way or not. <laughs> but the way we're introduced to him is like, is like, why did you give that? Why did you give that low life a job? You know, and then uh, and then when he gets to the job, it's already like you're going to lose this job. Yeah. And then he does lose the job of him. Yeah. And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we don't see them. Hang I think out the before. hard part <laughs> isn't necessarily the actors, because, again, I think that. Truthfully, I think, and I and yes, before people come at me, I do have bias when it comes to like Shakira, Chen, DC, Karen. But I, the reason I think they do pop is because I think there is a type of sensibility when you come from comedy. And I think that Calmatic, I've seen a lot of his music videos and they're fire. Visually speaking, they are wonderful. Like he does like these crazy angles and they look really good. But I also think sometimes people underestimate and I don't think this is this movie's problem. I think it's a Hollywood problem. Whereas I think people don't respect the art of comedy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I just. A hundred percent. This Hollywood does not respect. Hollywood both loves comedy and uses it all the time, but they do not respect it. I don't think. I mean, and again, and again I think this movie is a good example because I'm like, I don't think. Think about the Oscars. Like the Oscars always wants comedians to host, present. But they never nominate a comedy, right? Because it's some reason it's low hanging fruit. I think about like this movie, this director's, I'm talking about like, I, I love his goddamn videos. But in watching this movie, there are things that a comedic director would never have done. Like sometimes the heads are cut off. Like sometimes they're, they're cutting away before someone can like react to the joke, you know? I like to, to your point very early on in this movie, I think it's like Jacob's mom is talking about like, Oh, what about this dude? Like, he still plays basketball. Like, he plays basketball. He played basketball or whatever. I don't know. She's talking about, like, one of his older friends from high school. And, like, the idea that she's, she's like, I still follow him on Facebook or something like that. And she was like, mm, and he looks good. And then, then she's like, oh. And she, like, kind of does, like, a I got caught moment. But they never show a reaction to the father or the son. And I was like, this moment, this comedy moment is lost now because... You didn't show anybody reacting to her saying that. Like, you can't just show her saying it and then her reacting to it and then nobody else even <laughs> blats an eye. If you're, like, for instance, I think, you know, we didn't talk about the movie on this podcast, but, you know, recently I watched Cocaine Bear and I'm like, oh, I can tell Elizabeth Banks comes from comedy because there's examples of just, like, the shot being a little long in this goddamn bear and then cutting to, like, somebody reacting to whatever the bear is doing. Because that's how we know when to laugh. Because, like, you need to see the person in this movie. They cut away from some of the jokes so fast that, like, we don't know it's a joke. You know what I mean? Because it it, do, it truly does take a second for your brain to deliver. That's why it's like, you know, uh, uh, uh. Like, it's, it's hard. You count it. Like, it's timing. It's, that's the whole thing about comedy is it's so much of it is timing. And yeah. so, I and it's hard because I do think some of the things, like, I think Tolson had the toughest job in the movie because Tolson out of the two was supposed to be the funny one. Like he's supposed to be the funny one and he's supposed to be delivering these big jokes. And I think because he comes off as a very serious actor is he, he just had a tougher job, man. And then I think because you kept cutting away and he's, and he's British. So it's really tough. It's like, I mean, to your point, James, of like him, play, like 
It's like he has to do this comedic version of a Black American that at times comes off just like, oh, you're just playing a stereotype, you know? Yeah, it's it's impossible. Again, hats off to him because... Everyone, please watch one scene of him in Doctor Who because it's so different. It's really crazy that he was able to to even do even a smidgen of what he did in this movie and be believable at any at any moment, just comparatively because he's so because he's so different. I mean, and yeah, it's a huge it's a huge task to like to come in and bring that energy and and manufacture a chemistry between him and I guess now the second actor cast in this in this role you know whereas kid and play they were already a duo and there's you know a, and there's a vibe there's a about a familiarity with each other there's a back and forth that's just the naturalness it's hard to fake and and also just to 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 because Duras talking about music video directors and the difference right like I think another thing that this that that's that's also what's this has against it because even thinking about like Friday right which is also was F Gary Gray's first movie it's so well done but then you have you know Ice Cube had already d- done some acting but also is a co-writer on the movie so has a deep understanding of what's funny about every any given scene and then you have Chris Tucker who's just improvising and do and 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 driving a lot of the on the planet right and so you know it's like the ingredients I can understand, right? Like it's like the ingredients and even some of the pacing stuff with that Calmatic brings to this movie. It's like nice, you know, you're like, Oh, that's cool. It looks really cool. It, it, there are some moments that like feel like uh, different, you know? And I think that Friday has that too. Like, it's like, it doesn't quite feel like a lot of the movies that we've, we've seen, but then because it's like, a lot of disparate ingredients thrown together. It doesn't quite. It doesn't always melt. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't always melt and in again, the way that again, you the want movie, it to. I'm not trying. Like, it's hard for me to talk about this movie because of people in it. But I mean, I've told them. It's like I, I did enjoy it. It's just certain things in the movie where I'm like, it just felt like they needed help in certain aspects of it. Like again, like you know, when Chinadu pops up as a security guard, he's hella funny because he's just so serious. He's just so serious but no reason they got, they got a, yo when he's like when he's like no no he cocks his gut like Wait, they the guy, their guns and he's like yeah. i hear that i hear that or and later when he's like i heard he live in Ireland, <laughs> so he ain't gonna he got a time to, to go home grab his gun and come back and shoot everybody up like but also like that that but uh, the beauty of that scene Next. for me is like when you see chinadu say it is like the reason that movie that scene hits is because they are side by side so as Chinadu's talking, I literally see Jacob Lattimore and I see how he's like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Like the reaction is in the moment. Like that, it's so hard because I just, I, 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 I truly feel in my deepest soul that comedy is so important. And I feel like the reason people keep saying comedies are failing and even I had a meeting and someone brought up this movie about how much it made. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It is not comedy's fault. Like comedies succeed. Yeah, it's when, not the genre. Yeah, it's like, it's like we work like we don't like our movies don't cost a lot of money. It's like the, the thing about the movie, the thing about the movies, I think, like when you think about horror, the reason horror works, the bottom line for a horror movie is very low. It can make a lot of money and you don't have to hire a star. For me, when you have a comedy, no matter what people think you need, Instagrammers, you need influencers like you don't you just need motherfuckers who are funny to uh, 
But even the, it's hard to, to it's really hard when talking about specifically this movie because even the, I don't even know how how famous all of the musical acts are that that appear in the original House Party, but there are so many people in House Party that were that were musicians that were, I mean, obviously Martin Lawrence is a stand-up, but like, you know, it's like it's that move the 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 DNA of the original movie is like an untested director and uh you know and a bunch of musical acts and people that are that are known in other realms and then they happen to make magic, you know. And so like but, but, I, it's but like I understand I, I, I hear you on that, and that <laughs> is true. And it, they didn't even do that though. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, if you're going to cast two actors, then just cast two comedy actors. No offense. It's just like, I don't understand. Like, if you're not going to cast... And again, like, Jake, look, Jacob is great. He's Both of them are great actors. They And they both are, like, doing their own things. And Jacob has been in a lot of movies. Like, he's, you know, he's not, like, a household name, but, like, he's known in the industry. He's known in the industry. Everyone knows him because he's been... Yeah, he's been in, like... Collateral Beauty, Detroit's, I mean, like, yeah, whatever. He's, <laughs> he's been in stuff, but like, and he's, and he's good, but it's just like, neither of those people are like big enough to sell a movie by themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Some of the stuff I just like, and I get it. It's all the, in, it's just industry's talk. And like, and look, I want all these people to be working. It's just, it's just interesting. I, so look, with this movie, because we haven't like we've talked a lot about like big picture. When this movie first started, I would there there were some really funny jokes like up top when these three three dudes come in and run up on him in the car. And I like Jacob in this too, like because he was like he was like man, I got my I got my daughter with me, like you know what's going on. And then <laughs> and then you have wait, what's my man's name? Because he's in which one? Melvin? Melvin? Yeah, yeah. Mel. I knew you were talking about Melvin. You, he's hilarious. Melvin, oh my God, when he said the thing about the dick, he was like, I'm going to take your dick and grind it up into dick juice. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, (laughs) (laughs) we ain't doing dick juice. Not today. We ain't ain't juicing. He was like, man, (laughs) your threats, you're putting too much sauce on the threats. And he's like, what? He's like, whatever, I quit. He's like, what you going <laughs> he quits. <laughs> it was so funny. That whole scene was I, so funny. Had he just walked away and never came back, that would have killed. You never seen him for the rest of the truly, movie. If he would have truly quit, it would have been the funniest thing that I think has ever happened in a movie. Is <laughs> the guy quits after uh, one But scene. that was that was really uh, funny. Even like Tosin's mom was funny. She was yo. Like, she you know, was like, so funny to me. Yo, she was so funny. Yes, she she was like she was like. <laughs> It smells like ass and onions in here. And then, she, and then later she's like, it smells like somebody fucked an onion. He's like, I'm a, I'm a club. He's like, I'm a club promoter. You get paid? No. Okay. If you go to clubs and you ain't getting paid, you clubbing. <laughs> Jesus. But I got followers. You know who have followers? Jesus. <laughs> he said, she said, Jesus. That I was, truly, I mean, fully on board for all of this. It, all of these scenes. Dude, how, I'm telling you. <laughs> Every like pretty much every supporting cast member was crushing. It was just so I was just like, man, this is good. This is funny. Like, oh, what's his the like the the dude who was like they're cleaning and he's like, 
man, we out here, we getting Mexican prices. And then he's like, oh, sorry. Like, what's the, sorry, Juan. He's like, I'm Venezuelan. Juan, yeah, Juan. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody said you weren't or whatever. <laughs> what does that mean in this scenario? Nobody said you Nobody weren't. said He's like, you I'm weren't. not being offensive. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. But yeah, but then so, you know, we learn that they get fired from their job and that's when he's like contemplating and he figures out, oh, I did think the line, the Tosin had the line of when he goes into the trophy room and he was just like, man, this dude dick riding LeBron. (laughs) 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 That, that they put LeBron's powder in the room that and they ev- everybody thought it was cocaine because of course you'd think that, that that's cocaine that was funny yeah like but yeah then I don't know once they finally like figure out this plan I feel like they're in this house just by themselves kind of not doing much for a bit yeah I also couldn't believe that my guy drove the car and left it just top down, <laughs> just out <laughs> on the street, and nothing happened? <laughs> nothing happened? <laughs> Nobody's even sniffing around the car like they're gonna take it. People are just people are just like, that's a nice car. <laughs> the dude who was selling t-shirts was funny too. He's an influencer. Super funny. Super funny. When he comes back and has the just already has <laughs> uh, t-shirts at the house. That was too much. The guy, the neighbor with the koala. I mean, that was first up. That white dude is hilarious in everything. When I see him in Dave, he's funny. He might have been one of the only things I liked. Kevin Hart had a movie with Mark Wahlberg or something. I forgot what it was called. And he was in it, and he was fucking hilarious. Like, and that this might be one of the first time in the black movie I was like, damn, I need more of that white dude. <laughs> he was so funny to me, bro. He was so funny to me, bro. <laughs> you know who I did need more of that I thought that the movie, I, I needed more Shakira and I needed more. It, it was like, it didn't, it truly didn't make sense that they were like, that they introduced her in the way that they introduced her. Like she's going to be the f- the fourth member of this foursome or whatever. And then <laughs> we just don't yeah, see there's her There's just anymore. large gaps where she's not there. And I was like, what the hell? And it's like, they set her up like she was going to be like, I mean, Gina and the other actress from the first one. I'm like, oh, bet. This is clearly going to be the two. So I'm like, they got to do a dance off, right? Like they got to do a dance off. She has to, and this, and you know the fucking. Why does Shakira not do that goddamn dance? If they're fucking cousins, they would know the dance. <laughs> it also made it also made that scene make no sense because I was like, how? Because she literally comes in and she's like, okay, follow my lead, and then they they do the same choreography. I was like, how? She's literally, <laughs> like <laughs> she's. Meeting this person for the first time, I think. <laughs> it was so random. It makes no sense Shakira's in that scene. And then also, to be truthfully honest, it's like they kind of get rid of her so fast with the white dude. And I'm like, why? Why? Because the thing is, they set her up because the dude is talking about her 
Tolson's talking about her for so long that when she finally shows up, I'm like, oh, what's going to happen is this is going to be his true love interest. And like, you know, eventually by the end of this movie, you know, we're going to see them pair up just like the other two pair up. But no, he pairs up with goddamn Maya. Maya. No, he I dates know. Maya. <laughs> because he dates, but he dates Maya. And so because he has to, you know what I mean? <laughs> I wish they utilized her more. It was weird. It, it was also, it was just weird how they introduced her because it set up, it set up that it was going to be a bigger thing. And then, and then I was like, <laughs> yeah. But this is the, it's, it's the time that we spend. I think that the, these things fall by the wayside because it's the time that we spend with going to the Illuminati and then literally playing a one-on-one with, with LeBron, like those two set pieces, like it's like the, the, and then of course, Tanasha, it's, it's another cameo. It's like, it's, it's like the, the movie didn't quite blend or figure out exactly how to use all of their, their cameos because like if you want to have Tanashi do a dance sequence then like she can't do the what the Charleston what's the what's the what's the name of that dance the it's like a new version of the a different Charleston anyway but that but you know what I mean like she can't do that she's got to do something else so that yeah. I think the reason <laughs> so now that I'm thinking about I think the reason they had Tanashi because I realized Karen's character Ends up quitting her job yeah. and becomes like a backup yes. dancer, right? Isn't that isn't that what happens? Yes, and they and literally right after that, she's she's like, "Oh my gosh, you're a good dancer." But like, I don't, but did we did we did we? By the way, I, did I miss something? Did we hear earlier on in the movie that she wanted to be a dancer? Her 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 and um in the kitchen, I believe her and Jacob Lattimore talk about it for a hot second. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I missed I I missed that because she was working at the cleaning place and and, right i will say this the best cameo to me in this whole movie and she's like yeah i can ask my uncle for some help or my cousin for some help and my fucking juvie shows up that was incredible i i I low-key forgot that she mentioned the uncle and at no point did i think the uncle was gonna be fucking juvenile first off for the people at home for the gen zers who listen to the podcast that song y'all twerked to in the club came out in 1999 for the 2000s, okay? That song <laughs> is 24 years old. And still, if you drop it to this day, to this day, as is twerk, because they understand the, the, the importance of the song. That song should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do they put songs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or is it just people? When that beat drops in any party or club, I mean, people lose their minds. Come on now. Listen, listen. Okay, and the thing is, it's an excuse. It don't matter how, doesn't matter how successful you are. It doesn't matter how 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 much of an intellectual you are. The moment you hear that song, your, your fa- you, your, go, your you get body, straight stank face. Your body <laughs> is different. Why are we in church right now? Why? Come on, James. The people got to know, James. The people, James. Look, I tell you this right now, okay? There's only two songs I believe that will change the dynamic of a person in two seconds, okay? I believe you put back that thing up, nigga, nigga. You know it, James. You put back the thing up on people grinding. You pick nothing if you buck. Everybody fishes in the air and they don't know why, bruh. I don't I can't tell you why those songs do that to my soul, but they fucking do, okay? So when Juvie okay. showed up, 
also what's crazy is the original, I think you said something earlier, James, about like the, the artists and original, whether they're famous or not. The original House Party doesn't have so many cameos. Like the people who are in there, uh, Full Force, they're actually a group. So like, I guess that can be considered a cameo. There's a, like one or two smaller artists, but like there's never a, just a run of celebrities. Right. Like, I, I didn't have a problem. Here's the, here's a weird thing. I usually would not like it. I, did, I honestly didn't have a problem with the, with all the cameos. Like that wasn't the issue. I didn't either. Actually. I thought they were pretty good. Yeah. I didn't. Either. Yeah. Like, Snoop, like Snoop, like Snoop Dogg when he came in at the end, but like Lil Wayne being like that, that dude, you know that he's dead. Like yeah, that was <laughs> funny. Now, you know, he did. <laughs> but that was with, with yeah with Odell like Odell Beckham Jr. Tristan Thompson I was just like Anthony Davis I was like yeah like that this is cool like LeBron's famous you know he can get as many of these famous people as he wants in his movie I'm surprised that that more of them weren't like wondering where LeBron was not even that it like would be that I would expect everyone to always wonder where LeBron is but that like that could have been a through line like we only really had Cuddy being like. Where's, yeah, where's it LeBron? Was barely, it was barely a thing. Yeah. And so you didn't even need LeBron to show up. And like, you know what it was? It's like when LeBron finally, finally shows up, I'm like, just kick everybody, just end the party. I don't need you to play basketball against this nigga because like, why? Well, the thing, the thing about the <laughs> basketball thing was like, we knew what was coming, but then they played the scene out so long that I was like, well, surely something else is going to happen. I was like, I was like, the only reason they could be showing all of these shots is like, we we're going to see something else happen. And then we don't. And then he's just arrested. And I was like, well, why did we, why did, why was that scene five minutes? <laughs> like, I, like, why, like, why? Like, it, it wasn't necessary. <laughs> like, and it almost wasn't really necessary to have the scene either. Like, it's so, it's so weird to like have LeBron agree to do the game but then also just beat him and then go like, you're going to jail. Like I, I, I was just like, well then why did he even agree to do the game? Like we all know you were going to beat him. And if you are going to do that joke, I don't know, whatever. I, I guess I shouldn't do the whole, you should have done this, but I just felt like that I it didn't, I don't know. I, I just felt like it would, I was like, it, I was just like, well, we know, we know that we know that LeBron's going to beat him, but if you want, that joke to land then maybe have it be like we see and i guess they what they try to do with him making the first shot <laughs> but not to the first but if he only makes the first one <laughs> right and it's you know? a shot that was it was the shot for ball so it didn't even count and so i was like but if you like cut it in a way where we don't know it feels like they're going back and forth and then and then and they're like okay what's the score and it's like 10-0 like, wait what you know and then lebron dunks on his face you know and it's like oh shoot you know like to make it seem like it was going like it was actually a game but yeah anyway or or i have the have the scene which they did have with jacob being like okay what's the actual plan and he's like i'm gonna play him and he's like what that's it he's like yeah man i could he was like i could win and he's like Oh, nigga, no. And then just have it be like, bam, 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 done. Right? Like, it just needs to be quick at that point. Anyway, whatever, whatever. It's so funny. I don't like, I can't even exactly point out what the stuff was that dragged. I just think there were certain scenes that like were longer than they needed to be. And like, I felt like there was a lot of planning for the party that didn't really matter. And it wasn't, it wasn't things that we were like actually anxious about or anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. For me, what what for me, it started dragging when they cut to the trio 
once the party has started. I'm I'm very thankful that we get we're going to kick his fucking ass. I'm very thankful that we get that. Like I was like that was it was so well delivered. <laughs> like it was like that was great. But it was unnecessary. Like I didn't it 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 felt like they were being shoehorned into the movie. And they were, you know, like it was like we were we at, at the beginning, it, it was nice to see them. But then by the time we get to them again later, there's just like other stuff that we're tracking. And and like, well, it never feels like they are coming because he tells Tosin about it and Tosin doesn't really care and doesn't feel threatened at all. And so there isn't this thing of like, uh oh, like there's this looming thing that's going to destroy the party. And then also. When they actually get to, oh, by the way, in that scene when they cut to them in the, and there's nobody at their party, I've been watching this stupid reality show called Are You the One that's on MTV. Oh, God, Bray. <laughs> Which is, uh, <laughs> every now and then, Tessa and I start, start watching these dumb reality shows. But one of the dudes in that scene was on that reality show. Oh, wow. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the actor's name is Lewis, and he's the guy who's like, Who's like, man, you ain't do nothing. Like, oh. <laughs> you let him embarrass you. It was like, so that funny dude. that the other dude, they'll be like, I ain't trying to die today. <laughs> so they did, we don't see him say that line, but the line was very funny. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 I don't know. He, he was funny. I was like, he's funny on in the reality show, too. And I was like, oh, of course he's like a comedian, you know, like kind of actor. Because on, on the dating show, he's just like, he's a very big personality. He's like really good with words talking. Anyway, I was like, I would like to see that guy in more in more stuff. I felt that way about so many of these smaller parts. Same, same. This, but also, I think it's hard because I think, again, I think they, I think the two leads had the toughest job because those are the ones you're going to compare to the originals. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to be like, like there's this, like Karen, Shakira, Chen, like that guy you just mentioned, like they can just come in and just have fun because like they are new. Like even DC, I wanted to see more of. Also, DC is so goddamn funny in real life. Is like you have like you have a guy who physically is the embodiment of Smokey in real life. Like he is the embodiment of Smokey, but like real. You know what you could do with somebody like that in the movie? Like yeah, and I, and honestly, I thought it was unfortunate that the that the the I just didn't want to say game, but the thing that they gave him was like that he gets high because like him lucid was was funny enough. Like it was like it was like funny enough just him coming in and like all of his lines and like him being like sharp and ready. Super funny. And like and and it's it's funny to the idea of a of a of a DJ getting higher and higher and thinking that they're traveling through time or whatever, but like it would have been great to just have him like doing quips and like and having a story, you know, instead of just like another thing that feels separate from what's going. It's it was just like another like it was just like a series of of him high instead of like someone tr- trying to get through their night. Like like everyone in the original movie, you know, trying to get to their night or or having a, a a deal about them. So I thought that was unfortunate. Yeah, the like the actual fight that they had, it was weird because like the makeup, like the friend makeup thing. Where Maya was like, he left you, he left me me to come check on you, and I was like, am I supposed to feel bad for? Tosin's character because he's still not great. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, but it is huge. 
it is huge that he left Maya. <laughs> That's pretty big. Because, like, if he is as... And then, okay, and then also, they tried to give him, to make him even more redeemable, he plays Jacob Lattimore's track. But that didn't even, that moment didn't even really have a strong impact. Listen, I'm going to yeah, tell y'all right now, he didn't need more. Because I love the two of y'all niggas. But if Maya show up, and one of y'all <laughs> need me, need me... <sighs> <laughs> like need me, need me, and it's Maya. <laughs> Bruh, I don't know, man. No, no, no. I no, would have no. left. No, I would have left Maya. Bray, Y'all Bray, fine. I, Y'all Bray, good. I'm, Bray, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> like, like I used to. I used to. There, there was a time when Maya came out, and it was the All About Me video. I remember, like, I. I remember I used to like look at women when I was in high school and be like, "Oh man, I like her." And then I, my boy was like, "You just picking women that look like Maya." Okay, that's that's he's case, like, just... case of the X, case of the X. Oh, that was a... <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't get dog. me started on case oh, of the X. And <laughs> what's the movie when she's stalking a nigga? Was it Fallen? When she just following that nigga around? The, I was like, please, look, this woman is a full on stalker, and it's okay. It's okay. <sighs> Bray, I'm sorry, Bray. Bray, you could have been like dry. Hey man, I'm down the street from your house. My car broke down, and I'd be like, Bray. I'm about to go on a date with Maya. Can you walk? I, I probably would say something <laughs> like that, right? I am you sorry. Got, I'm you wouldn't sorry. Have, the phone wouldn't have been picked up. The text wouldn't have been replied to. <laughs> it's Maya, okay? It Maya still look like Maya from t- 20 years ago, Maya. okay? Uh-uh. I go <laughs> vegan for Maya. Ain't she a vegan or something? Let me go look at her Instagram right now. Y'all continue. <laughs> but I have to say, Cuddy... I love Yo, Cuddy. I mean, first of all, with the introduction to him where he was just like, where's LeBron? I wrote him a poem. And he's like, oh, oh, like a like like a new bar, like a new verse or something. No, nigga, poem. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, oh, OK. And then he was just like, all right, guess I'll, I'm just going to go check on the rest of the party. And he starts walking away and Cuddy just starts following. I love it, yo. That <laughs> yo. for no reason. Cuddy, Cuddy Dude. MVP of this whole movie, bro. He was so funny. And then that I liked this Illuminati stuff. It was it was so I was like, I love that they went there. It was so crazy. It was fun. The Mark I like the Mark Cuban cameo of him just being like, I'll buy it. And he's like, but you haven't even heard. I said I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. And the Chris's are there, you know, the the or the, I can't, I'm getting them confused with Chris Cross. Are both of their names Chris? Kid and play, hold on. Yeah, okay. So the Chris's are there. And and that's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it just feels like it takes it just and I like the set piece of it all and it is very funny, but it was like it felt like there were <laughs> it just felt like things that were up in the air was like the place being destroyed and all of this stuff and like we have no if they leave, <laughs> if they both I well that's leave. the yeah, that's the thing is that the <laughs> Like he kept being like he kept being like oh like the the party's turning to shit like and she was like I don't know it seems fine and I kind of was also like yeah it does seem kind of fine like also you had to know that there was going to be like before the party was even thrown there was like these couple of scenes where they showed them breaking stuff and I was just like so if you're breaking stuff how much more stuff do you think is going to get broken when you throw this party you know like the logic of that never truly made sense so it was like when you lean on that i'm like i don't i don't want to hear this you know like i don't care about because you already anyway whatever but the illuminati stuff about them trying to get the ring back that was fun the blood like you know too glad oh like 
the wine being blood and then them having to fight that dude getting his head literally chopped off. Oh, so funny. Yo, wild. <laughs> wild. I was like, yo, I don't even know what is happening, but wild. <laughs> then can I mean, and also Kit Cuddy dying and being like, I'm the fourth Kit Cuddy. I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's Did one so of them great. say I knew it <laughs> when he said up? They get discovered because he says, God bless you. And everybody looks at him. And then Cuddy immediately goes, intruder. (laughs) 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 To me, it's like, that's what the movie could have been. If it was like these two dudes kind of like in over their heads. Because I think like it's something funny about seeing outsiders have to deal with like people who you would normally think are like, you know, you think of celebrities, like, yeah, we hear they're crazy. We never get to see them be insane. So we're watching these two normal dudes be around people who we think are cool, but like are so big, so nuts. And just them having to navigate that world is like, to me, that is a funny ass movie. You know what I mean? Like, even if the cameos, which were good, even if those people they interacted with more, like, I mean, again, seeing like, you know, Lena Waithe and that dude from Gator, from Gator, from Dave smoke with the koala. I was like, yeah, man, cool. Cool. At one point, I thought I was going to see the koala run around the house party. I was like, yo, this is insane. Insane. We never see what happens to the actual ring, right? No. Like, we yeah, never yeah, come back to those end, guys? At the, at the very end, they say that they got caught, and so they also went to jail. What? I do not remember that. That's in the, like... And yeah, it's like a, it's like very, it's like very quick in passing kind of. See, yeah. Here's my thing. This is LeBron's cameo. Like LeBron's cameo is like he has a tracker on the ring, <laughs> and like got an alert <laughs> that the ring and, and shows up wherever they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, that would have been fun. Beats them up or something. Plays them. Oh, the popcorn from the ceiling was actually funny. That was great, and the and the. The blanket as well. All that stuff was funny. I liked, I liked. The, it was liked just a lot. Bit. It was just a lot of it. It was just like, I don't know, whatever. It was, it was fine. It, look, this movie was fine. Like it was like, there were, there were definitely funny parts to it. I do think, you know what I realized the main thing for me about the, the this friendship that I wish I saw maybe a little bit more of was like, I feel like I wanted to see, cause I feel like this is what they were implying, but I don't know if they showed as much. I wanted to see Tosin's character be this dude who's kind of a screw up, but he actually and like, and like, and does let his like a little bit of selfishness get in the way at times, but actually genuinely care intentions are to like, keep getting Jacob's character, like out of trouble that maybe he put him in, but he really wants him to get out of trouble. You know what I mean? I didn't quite feel that. Like he said that in the fight, but I was like, I was like, dude, you weren't doing any of this for him. You're doing it for yourself. You know what I mean? And which is what Jacob says. But I was like, I wish they actually showed it so that he was kind of also doing it for him, which didn't really feel that way. Like, and even when he goes back, when the party's like out of control because the music is off, it doesn't feel like he's doing it to save Jacob. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't actually feel that way, even though that's what they say. So I feel like there was some of that that I was kind of missing, you know, like that dynamic between them. And he's just like, I'm just a carefree dude. Like, you need to chill. Like, not everything's so serious. And he's like, dude, your life is a mess kind of thing. But he's like, but also you have fun. Like, I have so much fun with you. And I'm using you as an excuse for, like, my own screw-ups. And my own the, the other things that, like, I also want to do. And I think that is what they were, like, trying to get at. It's just, like, it wasn't 
I don't know. There was, it, it didn't quite land anyway, but otherwise, yeah. I mean, that's it. You guys should watch the bloopers because they were fun. Oh, I do need to watch. I didn't even yeah, realize I'm going to have to check them out. No, man, but look, you know. There was some good stuff that they left on the cutting room floor that I was like, it also made me go like, usually in comedy movies, I think there's too much improv. I think this movie could have used with a little bit more, actually. But I guess it's hard when your two main guys aren't really improvisers like that. House party 2023, baby. Yeah, truly, I was pleasantly surprised. I'll say it again. I consider the first one to be beloved and didn't want to see this at all and truly had a pretty good time. Was ex- was going in expecting the worst. It was not that. Anything else you need to say to America? No, I that's really know. Am I do do I do anything? Do I no, do I have, have to, like James. a consistent bit that I do anymore? You don't have to James. No. No, no it sounds like we all retired our bits. Yeah, you know, no, I don't think I do any There's nothing that I do right now. That's cool. So, That's fun. Totally fun. Great. So I don't well, like because because it's like because I could there's like I could like try to figure out how to because they play basketball in this. Yeah, but so you don't like, have there to. Could have been like a you ain't got like steel I mean, they, probably could have yeah. like a ball could have come in. Yeah. And but you don't have to. I mean, You're gonna ball, have to play me. There. This yeah. one, yeah. So it's yeah. totally cool. You don't. And then you know like it's like if there's cameos, you know like one of the cam one of the cameos can actually be like Hancock is literally in cameo like that. Cameos could actually be like. Hancock is in the you know like he's one of the guests but like Hancock not Will Smith James you don't you don't 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 feel like you have to do this James or it's like hey John about John we can just get Hancock to Infinity Stones James, it's like one of the no, one of the rings is a Hancock well that Infinity makes Stone. sense actually well, no it doesn't we can just continue it. on no yeah if the Cleveland ring would or be even just Infinity in the that Illuminati like in that room the room with all of the, all the they just have stuff. all of the <laughs> that's <laughs> funny I actually there. like that no, no, nope, yeah. in the fine. room like that could have been because then it's like this is the these are this fun is I actually the, keep going Infinity War you know this oh is the God. end game I guess this is the end, yeah. end game of the Hancock Cinematic Universe Great. you know and uh-huh. so like that whole journey you're like this feels like this kind of takes me out of it I don't want to do this it's like no this is actually the whole point of this is actually to bring it all together in a way that you so so when you think about like the time heist for instance in Endgame right, it we're like still just going like it's time for the cause like just, we're still <laughs> cause going we rate wow. films not based on how much we like them but whether or not they help the cause a more leading black actress in Hollywood if it feels like a film truly helped the cause we give it a black fist if it's someone helped the cause we give it a white palm if we feel like it didn't really help the cause at all we don't give it anything well on the count of three we're all going to yes, put up we're our do ratings it all at the same time my James. ratings up my ratings on the count of three Okay, well. One, two, three. There it is. Okay. We did it. Look, us. man. It was funny, Bray. Uh, you you froze, and so it looked like you weren't getting it. It's get funny because I, I, I know, I understand that I froze, but, you know, in my end, I couldn't see, because my video also froze for you guys, and so I was like, wait a minute. You couldn't see what Gerard did. You could see what I did. Well, because I already put mine up. So if I were frozen, then my rating was already up, but yours that wasn't at all. I so mean, look, see what you I, did. I, look, I'll be real. I <laughs> got to go to a theater and see friends on the fucking big screen, yo. I mean, in all honesty, that's very cool. Like, you know, I, I feel bad the movie didn't make that much money and all that good stuff, but like, people got a, a, a feature credit, like, on their resumes. They have footage of them and their families got to like go see them for however long they was in this movie, in this movie. And I'm like, 
That's the dream. That is the dream. Yeah, I'll just say that House Party 2023 is a better movie than the amount of money it made. I understand it didn't make a lot of money and I'm part of the reason it didn't. I didn't, Hollywood, the lesson that Hollywood needs to learn is some reboots, the people that you're making it for don't <laughs> don't want it. And, you know, but like, but the movie is certainly better than than a nine million dollar box office. And like, and it's certainly better than the than the critics, what the critics gave it. And I think and honestly, like, you know, it it 60 is a, it feels like I don't know, it could have a little bit more. It's a pretty it's funny. The movie's funny. And I think a lot of it looks really cool. And there's some there's some nice moments in it. I mean, look, you know, gave a bunch of people some really great screen time in a film and they got to show a lot of black people got to show how funny they are which is exactly what we want all right it's time uh, for us to go <laughs> you can follow us at black men podcast on twitter and instagram blackmenpodcast.com is our website we have links to a merchandise that we sell via t public like t-shirts and phone cases and pillows we also have a patreon where we have a year's worth of episodes on there bonus content, $5 a month. You can listen to that. We don't have new episodes at the moment, but at some point, maybe we will. Who knows? And, you know, we have a show coming up, I believe. Is that official yet, James? It is, in fact, official. Okay, so we have a show in April. It's a different time. It's a Wednesday, I believe, April 26th at 8.30 p.m., I believe is what the time was at the UCB Theater Franklin, Black at the Movies. So if you're in Los Angeles, come out to the UCB Franklin. Yep, Wednesday the 26th at 8.30 p.m. And also, if you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. This is by Smile Smalls. Love this podcast. I found you guys years ago, and I just have to say that this podcast is amazing. I love that you guys are able to come together and talk about these films with different perspectives. Over the years, you have reviewed great movies and not so great movies and highlighted how as black people, we don't get many opportunities to make not so great films, something I hadn't really thought much about before. So I thank you for that. I hope that y'all keep going because I truly enjoy the silly boys y'all have. P.S. With all love, the You People episode is rough, Jarrah. Sigh. Better movies will come. <laughs> that was me being nice. Thank you so much. You can follow me at John Braylock. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Rule of Three Inc. on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Rule of Three Inc.com. Three is the number. Three. I don't know why this turned into an ASMR? I know which is that. <laughs> All right. Boy, well, Gerard. anyway, we'll see you next week. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Fonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Say goodbye to 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.